You're listening to The Morning Joe Rant Show. A dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the show. I really quickly just wanted to tell you about the Wild One Media. If you or anyone you know is looking for podcast editing, podcast production, or any other podcast services, please reach out to The Wild One Media at www.thewildonemedia.com. A link will be in the show notes description. This podcast episode is brought to you by Joe Ugly Apparel. Stylish, bold, and modern apparel. For the rare misfit, be something different, be a misfit. JoeUglyApparel.com. Now back to the show. Hey guys, welcome back. Um... I really want to go into um, kind of talk about influencers and stuff, um, this podcast. But real quick before I do, I'm going to include it in the show notes. There is a really, really, um, I came across this and it's a article from Discover Magazine back from 1980. Sorry, I got to pull it up real quick. Uh, 1986, January 1986. And the cover of it. Uh, It says, America in 2035. New York and other coastal cities are permanently flooded. Grain won't grow in the nation's breadbasket. And everything west of the Rockies is a desert. If only politicians had heeded heeded warning about carbon dioxide buildup and global warming back in 1985. And they're basically saying, like, this is America in 2035. This was an article from January um, January 1986. Um, It's 17 pages. I highly recommend reading it. It's interesting. It's fascinating because a lot of the stuff they're saying is pretty much what's come now to the forefront of what we're talking about. Um, So anyway, I'll include it in the show notes. It's pretty fascinating. Um, They're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening now that, of course, everybody denied, denied, denied. And um, now it's coming. Now it's happening. So anyway... I'm going to move on um, because you guys can read it if you want. I'll include it in the thing. I really wanted to talk about influencers, though. Um, I go on Twitter just because a few of my podcasts, uh, basically the one, the crypto one, um, I follow a few people and I only follow conservative libertarian people. The reason I do this is because I lean a little bit more of a environmentalist slash um, a free, I, I believe in full freedom and in, in terms of certain things. And the reason I only follow sometimes the right or conservative libertarians is because I don't need to live in an echo chamber. Um, and influencers in general... Twitter, Facebook, I've talked about this the last few podcasts. Social media is one of the worst things that's ever been created. And Facebook especially. But Twitter is one of those that's just grotesquely full of confirmation bias. And it's amazing to me how people can't can't see that. Like they don't see the confirmation bias. So they follow all of one thing and then that's like the be all end all for them. It's, and it's fine. Like, I sometimes need confirmation bias from friends. I sometimes need that. But I don't follow people on Facebook or Instagram that I actually like. Um, 
like I don't follow anybody on Instagram that's like a political or some sort of ideologist of an influencer. It's basically like I just am with friends and fa- like friends and family for the most part. But the Twitter one with the crypto podcast, I follow people just to see a different perspective. And it's amazing to me to see some of the comments and some of these posts and it's like, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. So first things first, like this whole Andrew Tate thing. And for those of you who don't know who Andrew Tate is, he's the guy that came, he's pretty, he's pretty fucking toxic, to be honest with you. Um, he caters to the younger generation of, of, of men, like the guys that are starting to come of age of like 16 to like, I'd say 25, 26 years old, maybe. So there's like a 10 year age, and I'm sure there's guys my age that are following him, and I'm 41. The reason I bring this up is um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram banned him recently. And there's been this huge call on the right that it's it's unfair. You know, it, this is where I laugh when it's like the Ben Shapiro's, the Steven Crowder's, the, you know, um, Tucker Carlson's, you know, all bitching and griping about him getting canceled. First off, freedom of speech means freedom from government pr- persecution. So that's the first thing. Like, People are, the government's not restricting anybody from speaking their mind. Andrew Tate's not being banned by the government. Private companies' freedom of speech allows them to deplatform whoever they want. That's actually a libertarian perspective, too. So when I see, like, some of these posts, and, and some of them are women, too, and I'm like, you, you have no idea. Like, he, he's speaking about you. Like, and I'm not saying, you know, like, critical thinking or... But like, again, I'm not a big corporation or anything, but if it was my platform and somebody's spewing shit like that, yeah, I don't, I don't want people spewing crazy shit. And the reason I'm saying this is Andrew Tate, I went through the, I went, I, I looked through the red pill when I, when I went through my divorce about five, five years ago, a little over five years ago. And the red pill helped me in a little aspect of things where it made me have to grow up and, and, and somewhat understand of who I was as a man and and what what I needed to do. Part of it was stoicism. And I I really love stoicism for for men and women, for kids, everything. Because it really is like the the baseline of stoicism is basically like you own your truth. You own who you are. You can't change certain things about yourself, but you can change internally who you are, kindness, spirituality, um, how you handle things, you know, like that type of stuff. So Stoicism to me is actually a really good philosophy. Again, parts of it I don't agree with because I don't just drink Kool-Aid and accept everything. But I do think the bigger aspects of Stoicism are good, especially when it's like memento, memento mori. Basically just means like, I see you, death. You're always there. Meaning like you live life the best you can knowing you're, you're, you're grateful to have one day at a time. And that's kind of where I feel like we've totally strayed from in, in American culture, at least. Like we, it's good we plan ahead, but it's also like we've lost that kind of thing. So we all think we're a little invincible. Okay, going off on that, the red pill with Andrew Tate. I'm going to try to make this a little bit quicker because I don't, I want to go into the influencer section too a bit. So Andrew Tate is basically like a toxic, toxic guy. He's if you haven't seen the viral video, it went viral where he's telling a woman, he's having an interview and he tells the woman like, she's not supposed to be going out and she's not supposed to be with her friends. Like, you're supposed to basically cater to me. I'm paraphrasing. This isn't verbatim. 
like basically being everything toxic about what a man is. And when I went through the red pill, there were not the, I hate saying it like that because I didn't go through the red pill. It was more or less like what good aspects of the red pill can I take that make me a better human being and a man, not to win women, to, to be a better human being for my daughter, for the people in my life, this and that. So I'd say probably about like 25% of the red pill stuff was really good. Like it, it really helped me get through stuff that like I needed to learn about myself and become a better man about it. Stuff I didn't learn growing up, um, which was like, like owning my bullshit, becoming a better human being, being kinder to people, even even um, not reacting, like the, the having less of a reaction for things. Now, this is not... I am not perfect. I still get reactive when my daughter ticks me off. I get reactive when people make me mad still. But there's more far and few between that I can, I can, I, I do it less far, far and few between. I do, I'm better at not being as reactive and I'm better at like seeing a general situation better in bigger, bigger picture spectrum. So it's helped me a lot grow. It also helped me like understand I don't need a woman or a significant other in my life. I want a significant other in my life, but I don't need one. And that's helped me tremendously. And I think a lot of men need to go through that, where it's like, you don't need to please anybody. You need to go through your own growth and like keep growing. There is no, you know, there's no end result goal thing like life doesn't have an, an ending so to speak where you're like you hit this finish line and you've achieved everything like it's not like that like you're constantly having to grow that's the point to life like to constantly be growing to constantly be learning and it's not it's not being mean to each other it's about you know where you can help other people grow where you can help you know that type of stuff anyway Andrew Tate's really toxic he takes it to like the MGTOW slash like a wall guys like all women are like that type people and he's so full of shit too um he's just he's a, a shitty human being like this whole thing where it's like I beat my chest I do all you know all this stuff and it's like like what are we doing here this is not this is not good like yes there's obviously we need to be better men but like what I got out of the, like, from the little red pill stuff I did was, like, I need to be a better man for my daughter. I need to be a better man for the people in my life. I need to be a better man for my community, society as a whole. Like, if I see something happening to a woman that I don't, like, I need to step up and say something. Because I do have a bit of a different privilege than they do. Like, it's taught me that, where it's, like, you know, as a white male, like, I have a lot of privilege that I, I don't agree with it. I want everybody to be equal, but I have to recognize that every day. And I, and that's something it taught me is like, is like, it's not being a white knight. It's, it's not being a hero. It's understanding and seeking to understand other individuals that don't have it as easy as I do. And I recognize that. I know my daughter is going to have it more difficult than I ever did. She's, a, she's going to be a woman growing up in a world where this type of shit isn't gone yet. Like this toxic masculinity of the 1950s were, and it's such bullshit anyway, because then back then guys were alcoholics, even worse. You know, they were alcoholics, they were cheating on their, constantly, like, that's where it makes me laugh when I see this stuff. And some guys with the red pill, like reading some of that shit, it was toxic. And the best part about that whole thing is guys like Andrew Tate, it, all they're doing it for is to get the prime, 
they're what they quote unquote think is the prime woman of choosing. Like you're an alpha, so don't be a beta. So you need to you need to get the best woman you can. Like, and in in that they don't realize that they're still doing it for women. Like they don't see that as like, and that's what I mean with like critical thinking from people and like self awareness. Like you do realize you're still working out, exercising. You know, you're doing all this stuff to get to get a mate basically is how they they think of it you know and i'm not saying all red pill guys think like that but like predominantly a lot of them do i mean go look at the reddit red pill form jesus christ it's a toxic waste dump of guys trying to score girls like that like like they're check marks it's it's fucking insanity anyways the reason i'm bringing this up is on twitter i saw i saw a woman who was defending Andrew Tate from being from being banned, you know, from all these social media things. And it made me think like freedom of speech doesn't mean it, it doesn't get, freedom of speech means freedom from government persecution. Private companies, their freedom of speech allows them to deplatform whoever they want. And that's libertarian perspective, like I said before. Specifically Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, you know, all these guys. And I am not I need to say this because people are going to be like you're such a lefty. I'm not saying the left doesn't have issues. It fucking does. I don't deny that. But the left doesn't preach like this animosity of hatred of like like pseudo-Christian crazy fucking shit like Trump is doing. So I will criticize the left. There is no doubt there's fucked up stupid shit in Hollywood on the left. I agree with you. But on the right, this extremism of shit and then crying and whining about it when a guy gets banned from a fucking private company when on the right Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, you know, Tucker Carlson, name name the influencer so to speak, they're all preaching this shit that like 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 when it's when it when it doesn't happen when it when it happens to someone on the left, then it's okay. When it happens to somebody on the right though, it's not. And I'm not saying the left doesn't do the same thing. It's not as volatile as the right gets. And as someone who doesn't like either side, like I'm going to tell you right now as an environmentalist, or like I believe in the environment, green energy efficient cars aren't going to save us. It's a bunch of crock of shit. It's still like I'm the type of person that's like, no, we need to go back to like everybody's walking. Like we don't need any oil that... We talk about government spending it's like no we need to cut everybody from government spending like everybody needs to go back to growing their own food to understand how difficult it is that's how much stoicism meant to me was like people really don't understand the difficulty life really is without modern amenities so i don't sit here and lean on the left like like kumbaya everybody's got to live in that's not me at all like and i'm like i believe in certain ideas anyway the influencers, though, they're the same fucking people. This is what I really wanted to talk about. Influencers on the right are the same assholes that sit there and say, work hard, you know, you got to work hard. Do you, And I'm asking the people on the right that, that really don't understand as an, like, for influencers, do you know how hard it is to start a YouTube channel? It's not hard fucking at all. Do you know how hard it is to make a clickbaity title to cater to, like, a certain demographic of people? Not fucking hard at all. There were guys that I started to watch that had like 200 subscribers who now have like 500,000 of them. 
And this was like in the span of two or three years. And as they gradually changed, their titles got more clickbaity and they got more and more down the rabbit hole of red of like the right crazy extremists. I'm not even shitting you. It's so easy to be a fucking influencer on the right because they just cater to a certain demographic and an echo chamber. Again, I'm not saying this doesn't happen on the left, but the left doesn't do it as volatile as the right does. Russell Brand is just as guilty. He does clickbaity titles, and I like some of what Russell Brand says, but not all of it. But he does very clickbait titles on the left. It's very annoying because it's so stupid. It's like if you can't grab people or you're trying to get those attention grabbers, you're just as bad. What I'm trying to say, though, is on the right, they sit there and preach this hard work. And those guys are the Steven Crowders, the uh, Ben Shapiro's, the Tucker Carlson's. They don't provide any substance whatsoever to society. They sit there and say how trade schools and all this and, uh, you know, nobody, nobody wants to work hard anymore. While those assholes, I bet you can't tile a floor. I bet you those assholes can't fucking do any masonry. I bet you those assholes can't even do a drywall. So I sat here, I've, every house I've ever lived in, I've renovated, I've done pretty much on my own except for a few things. Tiling a fucking bathroom sucks, but I do it because it saves me money. I know how to do it, but I fucking hate it. Do I want to do that every day of my life? No, I fucking don't. At 41 years old, doing that stuff when I was 20, in my 20s and 30s, and I didn't do it for a job. I did it helping family out, friends out, shit like that. I hated it. I hated fucking drywalling. I hated fucking doing anything, putting kitchen cabinets in. Fuck, I hated that. I didn't mind plumbing as much. Plumbing didn't bother me, but I still don't want to do it on a day-to-day fucking basis. It's hard fucking work. It's a pain in the ass. And at 41, like my back shot, my fucking knees hurt, all this shit. So I hear these guys, these influencers saying stuff like nobody's doing trades. Meanwhile, these trades people don't make enough money anyway. Like, sure, $30 an hour is not a lot of money considering with inflation. Minimum wage should be at like $26 an hour. Those tradespeople should be making like 70 to 80 an hour. And I sit here and laugh when I hear Ben Shapiro and, and Steven Crowder say this shit. And it's like, dude, you guys haven't even fucking done shit. Like, fuck off. Like, you, like don't tell me you're doing hard work. You're not doing shit. You're preaching into a microphone to a group of people that want to hear your confirmation bias to cater to them. And then at the same time, they're asking for you to pay for their Patreon stuff. I laugh because as this podcast, I, I get some people that come back and listen to the show. It's not nearly, not even close to what those fuckers have. I also don't sit there and do clickbaity titles. I don't sit there and like, I'm not preaching to one side or the other. Like, I'm not trying to get a fan base of of the extreme right or the extreme left. Like, for me, it's just speak the fucking truth about stuff. They have never, never spoken the truth about shit. And it's always to cater to rile up their... Oh, Tim Pool's another one. Tim Pool with his goddamn clickbait titles. He's an idiot. And again, I'm not a smart person. But the fact that people listen to that shit, and it's like, you don't question anything that they say. Because it's just your what you want your confirmation bias to be. And again, I will, I will absolutely agree on stuff when it's like there is actual facts and data that, 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 that support them. When they're sitting there saying the, gov- or the, the environment's not, that climate scientists are wrong or you know about the vaccine shit, all this stuff. And it's like, 
I'm not saying stuff on the left wasn't fucked up with the vaccine. I'm not saying stuff on the left isn't fucked up with people downplaying shit either. Or Hollywood's not annoying. I agree with you. What I'm trying to say, though, is they're complete hypocrites and they're not doing hard work. So don't fucking come at Dan Bongino is another one. He's not doing fucking hard work. Starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast is not fucking hard. Getting a following is not fucking hard, especially when you're asking for fucking money on your Patreon. Do I have a Patreon on here? Nope. I, I make any money off this shit. It's from people buying a t-shirt through my apparel company. And I guarantee you nobody's buying shit through my apparel company because I don't get sales from this stuff, even though I put an ad in the beginning. It's just fucking bullshit that, again... If people called out their respective sides for the bullshit, we'd have a much better society. But we can't do that because we tie into these people like it's our identity. And that's another thing Stoicism taught me is like the identity, like you are allowed, you are allowed to not agree, but kindly, like it's okay to not agree. But when there's data and statistics that are provided to you, you need to listen that's the point of it. That's the point. It's not just because you don't agree with it. They cater to these evangelical psycho Christian people. And I'm not saying all Christians are psycho. There's this new pseudo Lorne Bobart and um, Marjorie Taylor Greene type evangelical Christians that because you lose an election or lose a primary, that automatically it's fraud. Like this is insanity. And people need to call it out on both sides. But that's another thing. I don't see the left doing that. The left don't sit there and say it's fraud. It's the right doing that. And for some reason, because they know that their voter base is not as educated, that's what makes me laugh. They know it. They cater to that. That's why you keep paying for their goddamn Patreon. I got news for you. Most of the information they have is fucking free. And when you detox from that shit, let me tell you, you feel fucking better. Because it doesn't make you as angry. Because what they're taking is a small fragment of a, of a situation and they're making it huge. It's so ridiculous. But social media, Facebook, Twitter, fucking, I swear, influencers are, and that's why I laugh when I hear like people say they listen to these people and it's like, they're fucking leeches on the system. They're just taking your money. That's all they're doing. All, that's all it is. Is it, All they want to do is make money. Well, sure, I'm providing information. No, you're not. You're regurgitating information like I'm doing on this fucking podcast. The only difference is I'm giving people an option to like actually understand there's two fucking sides to a coin, not just your fucking side. So stupid. It's ridiculous, and it drives me nuts. And, and to the, I don't know. It just, it makes me mad that on the right, the influencers get away with so much shit and so much crying and griping. And it's, it's so annoying because it's like, you could just sit here and say liberal tears. Okay. I don't deny that the left doesn't cry about shit, but my God, the right whines about everything, everything. And they lie about stuff. Like when they talk about that we're a Christian nation. No, we're fucking not. Where did you... Like they make up stories. Make them up. And the scary part is then they get like... They get like... 
people who are normally in the middle to, because they, they, they lie about shit. <laughs> and it drives me nuts. It absolutely drives me nuts. And that Andrew Tate stuff just drove me nuts. That's like listening to some of the women on Twitter. And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Like, like, do they not, like, I'm not about silencing people. That's not what I'm talking about. But it makes me laugh when libertarians sit there and say, you can't, you can't silence people. Actually, it's a private company. They can do whatever the fuck they want, whether you agree with it or not. Just like those companies, I said, I am pro-LBGTQ. I think it's they should have complete freedom like everybody else has freedom in society. Um, but I don't think if a baker wants to deny LGBTQ people, that's fine with me because guess what? The bakery is not going to have business because majority of people in the United States support LGBTQ. So go for it. <laughs> I don't care. Be an all-Christian bakery. I'm sure you'll make your money. I don't doubt that. But I don't think you should silence them. The, the, at least the government shouldn't. Now, if, if there's something that they're doing that's obviously hurting other people, that's a different story. But the fact that they, they go after these, like like Twitter and Facebook don't have, aren't private entities. It's like, you you created these monsters and you're using Twitter as a platform to get fan base. Like, like, give me a fucking break. Like, what a, what a joke. What a joke. You're, you're a social influencer. I hate using that word too, influencer, because it's so stupid. But at the same time, that's just it. And again, the definition of hard work makes me laugh because none of those fuckers will pick up a... God, I can't tell you how many people in the crypto land are investors or investment bankers and shit like like they work hard like give me a fucking break i don't for a minute think i work hard as a podcast audio editor or an as audio editing like i know what i'm doing i worked hard i worked i worked hard to get there that doesn't mean i'm like it doesn't mean i'm like hard i'm doing hard work give me a fucking break you're not picking up bricks on your knees moving them to fucking put in a house or something you're not fucking laying underneath a you know putting in a heavy ass bathtub and hooking up plumbing and shit fucking hard work there's a reason people don't want to do it for the rest of their life because you're fucking get shot your knees get destroyed your back gets destroyed you can't do it i have a friend who does it who does contract work and he does it part-time because he can he can afford to and destroyed it's destroying his body and he knows so he picks and chooses jobs that he can do. And there's a reason for it. Like, try, try fucking digging holes. <laughs> Especially in the hot fucking Tennessee heat. With ball sweat, it's just, it, it's not easy. So that's what I challenge Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, all those people who act like they're, such, they're doing such hard work. Such hard work being influencers and spewing bullshit. Give me a fucking break. You guys are the biggest fucking whiny babies I've ever heard. And 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 it's all just, it's analysts. They, they just remind me of like fucking NFL analysts. Like, it's just opinion-based. That's the joke of it. So yeah, I am going to criticize them because I can. And it's so stupid. And as I sit here on my own podcast, it's like, yeah, I don't, go ahead and come at me. Like, I don't make money off this shit. I'm not sitting here asking you to contribute to my Patreon to make me 
richer than you because you want to hear me spew some stupid bullshit to get confirmation bias. So dumb. <sighs> anyway, there was another story I was going to go into. It was about a Republican. Um, he's a, He was a former Arizona uh, lawmaker, um, Rusty Bowers. He got ousted because he wouldn't... Um, he basically told Trump that he wouldn't uh, overturn the election results in Arizona. So he got ousted from the, the guy that Trump supported in the primary. And of course, it's woohoo, boo me. Well, well, now this place has lost its, has lost its mind. This was from uh, The Guardian wrote the article. And it's pretty fucking funny because he's now bitching and saying like, oh, yeah, the Republican Party is way out of line. And it's like, dude, the... Like, both parties are way out of line. But the fact that, like, now you're calling out your side of the party, you fucking asshole. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll include this article because now I talked about it and I was going to. But he's just, I can read a little snippet of it because it's fucking aggravating. Also, Republican reflects on Trump democracy in America. The place has lost its mind. Rusty Bowers was Speaker of Arizona House of Representatives when he stood up to the former president's demand that he overturn the election results. He paid the price but has no regrets. Sure he doesn't. Rusty Bowers is headed for the exit. After 18 years as an Arizona lawmaker, the past four as Speaker of the state's House of Representatives, he has been unceremoniously shown the door by his own Republican Party. Last month, he lost his bid to stay an Arizona legislator in a primary contest in which his opponent was endorsed by Donald Trump. This is the best part. The rival, David Farnsworth, made an unusual pitch to voters. The 2020 presidential election had not only been stolen from Trump, he said, it was satanically snatched by the devil himself. This is what I'm talking about on the right. What are we fucking doing? Why are we regressing? Like, what is happening? Oh my God. And it's not that you can't believe in whatever you want to believe in. It's the fact that, like, the populace, some of the populace is this is this like delayed in education that like they can't think for themselves or be self-aware or 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 question it doesn't have to be mean but question them how has it been how has it been satanic satanically snatched by the devil because as you ask questions my brother taught me this and i love my brother for teaching me this he basically proved the point that like when somebody's going off on a tangent just ask questions. They'll drive themselves into their own corner and they'll get pissed off enough about it that they won't want to talk to you anymore. So if somebody's being real fucking annoying about something, just ask questions like, oh, but you got to do it kindly because it works really well. I've seen him do it before and it it's crazy how it works and it's amazing. Um, anyway, this guy, Bow Rusty Bowers, is a former politician. I don't feel bad for you. You should have called out your party, just like people on the left, like Bernie Sanders should have called out the left. Just like um, uh, AOC should be calling out the Democratic establishment. Um, you know, just just like any Republican person who is decent, if they want to be decent, should be calling out the, the right on their own bullshit. But that'll never happen. That's a fairy tale in a far off land that won't ever happen. But Anyway, I just think it's funny that this is exactly what I'm talking about, that they, when they get kicked out of it, then it's, you know, well, it's a problem. Well, you, sh you shouldn't be tied to a party. You should look at ideas as a whole and see which ones are good and bad and vote on them that way, not what your party votes on. And I suggest that to all voters. 
shouldn't align with parties. You should align with some ideas and be able to change your idea as you grow and learn. That's That was the main gist of this whole rant is that, you know, learning your own critical thinking and self-awareness of the world is bigger than just your fucking meathead and your two eyes, it's bigger than that. There's a whole society that we're working on together with. But, you know, I forget how selfish and individualistic we all are. So I'm going to end it at that. Um, Hopefully this didn't get too pissy. I don't know. Probably did. But you have a good one. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc. Bringing your business to the future. ConnectGo.com.